1: And we're live. Welcome everybody here to the Lakers Lounge. I'm Anthony Irwin. Joined this uh, lovely Tuesday afternoon. I had to look outside to see how lovely it was. Is it nicer out there than it is over here? It's not bad. It's a little cloudy. Not too bad here.
0: Yeah, no, it's like, it's, I don't know, 74 or 75 today. It's not too bad. Oh my God, I hate you. It's like 95 outside right now. I have to turn my fans off for this podcast, so I'm really going to be suffering in it. Uh, That is Harrison That sound you, your fellow listener just heard was someone ahead of you on the freeway crashing their car in fury at hearing uh, that. They just got to the (laughs) segment in the podcast a little (laughs) bit before you.
1: Yeah, uh, that's Harrison. He is of Silver Screen and Roll and of SB Nation. I am of this here channel, which I hope you're subscribed to, whether it's on YouTube or anywhere that you get your podcast from. Um, Today on the show, we are going to be talking about winning time. Um, I was really kind of surprised because on Monday's lowdown, I talked about winning time and its cancellation, some thoughts on this season compared to the first season, some thoughts on, you know, the the macro entertainment industry at large and the role that it played in uh, the show's cancellation. So I was, you know, and, and Harrison and I, I think, Are somewhat disagree in a a disagreement on the show and all of that we both agree that it's a bummer that it's canceled don't get me wrong but but i think we are in somewhat disagreement on the second season of the show and then um the other thing that i wanted to talk about is jared vanderbilt he got uh his four-year extension uh four years 48 million dollar extension for jared vanderbilt Um, again, this is one of those spots where I was kind of surprised at the response to my tweet about it, where I said, I thought it was a slight overpay for somebody I'm not positive I can find minutes for in the rotation. Um, folks ran with that and, and we're not thrilled with that. And then I have a misfortune of the week having to do with water drinking, which apparently at my age is a dangerous endeavor. How you doing, buddy? You know, I I'm, I'm doing
0: good. I'm just, I'm. Uh, You know, I'm actually, no, I'm not doing good. I'm just, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm upset. And it's because cancel culture is out of control. They, they, they got this show. This is, I finally see why people are complaining about this and like how it's a problem because they, they, they canceled my favorite TV show. And, uh, well, yeah, uh, it was my favorite currently probably.
1: Um, I mean, if we're being honest, Jerry boss would have been canceled a few times over if he existed like 30 years later.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think there was almost like a little like uh, do do we need to cancel him like when the first season of Winning Time came out and it's just like ah <laughs> eh, you know it's dead it's fine like
1: <laughs> yeah I, I don't think his uh, dating tendencies would have would have gone very well in this era. in, in, this in era.
0: 2023 probably not no
1: no um, although you didn't really see any of that in the second season it was just like he was a saint in the second season he was the one getting cheated on apparently which. Yeah, th- you know? I mean they
0: sort of implied that he w- that she thought he was cheating, but they didn't really actually go to like he is cheating. Like that was never seen on Skirtwood, and, like, you know, he 1000% was at the time, yeah. you know, like or, I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah, he's dead. I can say whatever I want. So, yeah. um yeah, I he um I can't get
1: to It's written life. about. Like it's not yeah. it's this isn't like this isn't some state secret that we're talking about here. Um and that actually is a pretty good amalgamation for my issues, which are pretty well covered on this channel, but I'll I'll, I'll kind of go over them again. Um, the second season of HBO's Winning Time removed the HBO aspect of it. Like the the sex, drugs, alcohol, like all of that stuff was just removed well, Anthony, from the it show. It was on a platform
0: called Max. Okay, it's not on HBO.
1: It's just on <sighs> Max. I guess that's true. I mean the the opening of the show HBO was the removed HBO, the HBO. Like, HBO. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's true. Yeah. Um, hilariously today, I got an email from HBO saying that they removed the Lakers TV show, but they are bringing the Lakers on, on TNT. Uh, the TNT games are going to be streaming on, on HBO Max. Uh, and and yeah, I, I just... So I was listening to um, Andy Greenwald and Chris Ryan have a show called The Watch for The Ringer and uh, they have covered this season of Winning Time, and we're specifically talking about its cancellation here, and they do a very good job. Obviously, those guys know endlessly more about the show business than than I do, but they did a very good job, I thought, of of staying balanced and still pointing out their issues with the show. And they finally got around to, hey, it's a little weird that all of a sudden, Jeannie Buss was super complimentary of a show that every single Showtime Laker hated last year. And <laughs> oh, by the way, Jay Moore appears in one of the episodes of this. And as that it's is like all going... like a fairly going, minor role. I, there's no way
0: he got a giant paycheck for this, right? Like, No.
1: I mean, any paycheck, though, is, is more than he's received for acting recently, though. So, um, yeah, I I, I was... You know and as all of this is going on you're i've i've noticed and pointed out several times over this season that again one of the most promiscuous sporting teams in american professional sports history um what like they had an actual scene here where they're sitting there at in in the forum club sipping on sodas while norm nixon dances with his future wife and they're like i can't believe he's partying and i like i was like hold on what (laughs) what are we doing here this is not how that was supposed to be sodas
0: i just assumed that was alcoholic drinks but i guess i wasn't looking that closely
1: i mean they 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 looked more like sodas than alcoholic drinks because like the thing with an alcoholic drink is it's not the same color as the soda Okay. Well, on the Anthony, th-
0: they're drinking on set. They have to do like a hundred takes.
1: They probably were drinking soda. Well, like- I'm just, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> saying that, like, you know, they they looked more like sodas than they looked like alcoholic drinks, or like more than like more like sodas are 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 uh, portrayed in because like nowadays with with alcohol culture as it is in in our society, most people just drink alcohol straight up. <laughs> like there aren't any cocktails being drank. All, like you look at suits, they're like drinking in the office. Have you Madden, paid for a cocktail punk? recently? It's, What's that? you know,
0: have you paid for a cocktail recently? They're, they're expensive.
1: I guess that's true. Yeah. I actually, yeah. I, ha- I actually haven't paid for a cocktail in quite some time. I don't, I don't drink hard alcohol when I'm out, but, but yeah, I, um, Yeah, it was was just it was super weird to see. And again, these are things that would draw an audience to a show, right? Sex sells the 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 nitty gritty details of one of the most popular teams in American sports history would have sold pretty well. And and considering the ratings, um, you know, we're finding out in email or in in interviews done um, after the fact um, from showrunners and stuff that Basically, HBO didn't like where the ratings were at in the first season and basically just trusted them to improve those ratings in the second and figured it to the be scope. fair
0: is often how successful TV shows go. Like you're going to start objectively, if you, even if you have a really successful TV show, usually yeah. you're going to start with lower ratings and then word of mouth is going to raise it up. Yeah. Like that's not an unreasonable guess.
1: Um, mm-hmm. And, and, um, what was weird to me though, is that like, if you're hoping to Im- improve those ratings, I would probably do more of what was successful in the first season. And I just didn't think we got very much of it, but you have a theory on, why the second season felt more watered down than the first having to do with the actual, yeah. Having to do in in your, and my conversation, having to do with the actual like (laughs) source material.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, first of all, I will say that like, you know, I, I think before we get into, you know, what did and didn't work about the show, or any complaints that we did or didn't have with it? Because, you know, I, I enjoyed season two a lot. I didn't enjoy it as much as season one. I think that part of that was because the, what I'll get into, like, you know, like I think the season two source material was like a little bit less interesting than the season one. I mean, objectively, you know, you're not going to get a more interesting, like, TV season, the, the, as, the, like the NBA the season co- after a TV show.
1: A cocaine addled player putting out a hit on his head coach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, like
0: and and also the head coach that was only there because the previous head coach was hit by a car in the (laughs) middle of the season and he had to take over leading to a guy being pulled in from the broadcast booth to become his assistant coach in the middle of the year. Like, you know, there were interesting plot beats in the second season. I thought one of the highlights was when they basically recreated that very real press conference (laughs) almost verbatim because it's
1: such a great artistic choice
0: yeah incredible because you know it is you know so there were moments like that where of just absolute chaos where you are getting to see it but there was you know it wasn't quite as hectic as that first you know magic rookie year and you know they sort of condensed a little bit of the team ownership stuff in at the beginning on like you know sort of some event like jerry Buss didn't really draft magic johnson like that was jack kent cook and all that stuff but for story's sake they sort of condensed all that in there and you know started their bond there and all of that stuff and so um but like i think that more than anything the reason that this show you know, uh, did not do better in its second season than it did in its first was, you know, it seemed like there was almost no marketing for it, uh, yeah. which, you know, is certainly going to hurt things, you know, maybe there were some and I'm just not aware of it. And, they, you know, there was more than
1: I'm realizing, it was, but it was tied I felt to like- the to the strike
0: yeah I felt like we were inundated with trailers and ads and all this stuff you know the last time that this show was coming out and I just did not feel like I saw as much of that I only found out that it was you know still coming out again when we got like an email from HBO about like hey here's when screeners start to drop and all of that stuff I didn't know like uh what the release date was and so if I'm I someone who pays a lot of attention to this did not necessarily know that without you know it sort of being thrown at me you know I don't expect the general audience member to uh you know I think. That some of the reason that it was harmed was probably, like you mentioned, the actors and writers strike. Which you know, I I stand in solidarity with them. But yeah. you know, it's going to you're going to naturally get less news coverage when there's not people giving interviews about the show and stuff. Like how many articles were there last year about the cast basically going back and forth with the subjects? You know, and <laughs> I think. The subjects, number one, realize that, hey, like, people are tuning into this because we keep giving the show free advertising by, (laughs) like, saying that we're going to sue them all the way to the Supreme Court, Um, you know, and...
1: (laughs) again, which is something the Jerry West character would actually do in the show. 100%. Like that.
0: <laughs> that is an, unfortunately, I'm so sad that we will not get to see that plot line in Winning Time Season 37 when yeah. <laughs> Jerry West, upset about Winning Time being made, is suing HBO all the way to the Supreme Court about, yeah. like, I just wanted this thing to keep going. Um. And, you know, it's it's not going to now. So I think there was a little bit of that. You know, you didn't see Kareem and Magic and all these guys coming out and giving multiple interviews about how mad they they were and how you really shouldn't watch the show and all this sex and cool stuff that it's showing that they're doing you don't want to see that do you you just want to see like you know magic johnson smiling you know all this family man and then people are like wait what what do you not want us to see um <laughs> and so i think there was a little bit of that too and you know i i, I think Overall, there were probably some fans that did tune out, did listen to that and were like, "Oh, Jerry West or Magic Johnson or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar are mad about this. I'm not watching it." And so I think there was probably and when you have Jeannie Bus herself out there in the first day, if you want to watch the real story of the L.A. Lakers, like you got to watch this documentary that we made on Hulu.
1: Yeah. All right. So a lot to to hit on I know I just threw
0: a lot. But there's, I think, a lot of things, as much as we're going to dive into what we did and didn't like about the show, I think there are a lot of things that, you know, contributed to this that are beyond the showrunners and actors and all of them, you know, their control.
1: Yeah, I... Writers. So the... the last time you and I talked about something that wasn't basketball was on this, on this feed, right? We talked about star Wars and, and some of the issues and, 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 uh, Disney entities just kind of struggling in, in, in this era and, um, IP driven content and how we're just kind of stuck with nothing but IP driven content. Right. And, and I really, you know, you look at, you look at all the projects that get a runway and you have to be like, incredibly special to get a runway. If you aren't IP driven, right? Like the bear comes to mind for FX where, um, the bear, they, they, they essentially they were given like a few months to, to throw this season to season one together. And, um, somehow we're like miraculously able to not just pull it off, but do so incredibly, incredibly well. And, um, you would think that after that first season and given the amount of, of, of fan interest and critical acclaim that FX would have been like, okay, you guys can have a little bit more space. You guys can, you know, go, you can really dive into some of the stuff. And they're like, no, no, you got, you get like an extra month. Congratulations. You get an extra month and you have to throw it together all over again for season two. And again, miraculously, not only did they execute it, but they executed it even better. I thought in season two than they did in season one. And, and with, with, uh, this show, I think it ran up against like I, I I kind of theorized that if this if this came together five, ten years ago, I think we're probably in season seven right now getting ready to like, enjoy the three-peat era, you know, um, the, the the retelling of the three-peat era, because there was just more support for these kinds of projects. Yes. Yeah. It is technically Lakers IP. It is technically brand driven in that there's a, there's a built in fan base, a, a, a built in and ravenous fan base with the Lakers that would check this show out. But like you're talking about Harrison, even like even setting aside the commercial uh, support, and trailer support, and all that stuff that we just didn't see in the run-up to season two, go to Max's app while this is running, and you have to, like, go to the third window over, you have to skip, skipping Joanna for, for, or chip in whoever that family is, ironically located, like, an hour north of me in Waco, um, but, like, you have to skip through all of these, these reality TV shows that like HBO just isn't, they just have not been that historically. And well, but that's, and, why, that's why it's not HBO max. It's just max. you get the max yeah. amount of content, you know? Yeah. The, it's, uh, <laughs> it's the, they, they feel the exact opposite as Stephen A. Smith where like they just want more max and Stephen A. Smith wanted way less max on his show. Um, yeah. It's but, like,
0: and winning time did not get another max contract
1: yeah so but i I just i you know i i think like you're talking about there are there were things beyond this show's control that led to its ending and and yet i i i still kind of think they made some choices here some of which came about by i think their original like audacity in planning out the show um really showed itself in that it starts with magic johnson's um, HIV announcement, right? The very first scene that we see is, and and so like you're saying, all right, this is going to take us all the way up to there. And the first season is literally the first season and that's it. And you're thinking, so we're going to, it's going to take like 10 years to get, to get to like, to get to that moment. Um, Yeah. And and, uh, you know, I can understand why they did it. It was certainly built out in a way that you would think there would be plenty of support for the cast is incredible. The production was incredible. They spent a lot of money to make it look and sound the way that it did. Um, And it really was just visually unbelievable show
0: in terms of the different I know some people didn't like the different cameras whatever I felt like that sort of kept me more in it I just thought it was really visually interesting the way that they shifted back and forth you know like between different camera types and you know um like different lenses and all the
1: different sort of like uh stuff that went into it at one point I think uh, yeah at one point I when it first came out my dad like called me. He goes, Hey, I'm watching this new HBO show. And I can't tell if my, I can't tell if my TV is broken. And I'm like, "Dad, yeah. I think that's a show. I think it's designed that just give way. It, I think it's supposed to shift to a different camera. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my dad's like, I lived through the pre HD age. I don't want to go back. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, uh, I, again, there's a lot to like about it and I really did like, and this is just kind of who I am. I like, the lampooning of uh public figures I Agreed. like yeah I, I I really like
0: uh they I, get and, to be millionaires we we get to we get to laugh and make fun of them as caricatures that's
1: what we get okay it's yeah you know there's nothing I hate more in terms of content that is being produced right now than these stupid documentaries air, air heavy air quotes for those who aren't watching but heavy air quotes on documentaries that are produced by the subject that are just commercials that they, they aren't interesting. They yeah. aren't like the, anytime they get anywhere near something that would be actually be, you know, touch on some you know, stuff that I want to hear they about. They
0: can make their last dance now. And all these content companies yeah. are like, yeah, we'll pay for your exclusive document. I saw someone, I think it was Alex Rodriguez gave a statement the other day where they're like, we're not going to address the allegations <laughs> that you're making, but Alex will address them in his upcoming documentary. <laughs>
1: yeah. Great. Can't like, wait. A-Rod. Yeah. And and so um, I really liked that, um it was and it was such a diversion from the content that is being produced right now in season one to like to to make Jerry West look like a complete a complete and utter ridiculous asshole and, yeah. and like, um, yeah, I, I can totally understand why Jerry would take issue with it. I can, I can totally understand why why various subjects would take issue with however they were being shown. But part of why you're, 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 those, those subjects took issue with how they were shown is because they probably regret a lot of their behavior from earlier on in their that- life okay so that's exactly what I was gonna say was you know Anthony how many times
0: have you watched like a home video of yourself as a child or you know whatever it's like you know or as a teenager and you think yeah. you're so cool and all the all the you know your hair you know your are like whatever you're doing on camera <laughs> yeah. like you think it's the coolest thing in the world and you're just like showing off and then like 10 years later you're looking at it and you're like oh my god this is like my skin <laughs> is crawling I cannot like I'm cringing so hard at this person that I was and I think that there is an aspect of that to seeing yourself played you know on television I'm not going to say you know I didn't know young Jerry West that was well before my no. time or whatever but there if you read the books, how he is characterized in the show is not that far off and this is a no. book that'd been out for like 10 or 10 to 15 years no one that had nobody ever had a problem about with the characterization <laughs> yeah. yeah people i have not read jerry west's autobiography it's actually on my list because i've heard it's one of the best athlete autobiographies but uh, yeah jeff perlman was even talking about he's like you know hey like go read jerry west's autobiography like he talks about yeah. like, you know he he said in his own said anger issue one He's like, I'm not going to, I, or he talked, he's like, I would never snap a golf club. And in his autobiography, he talks about how he got so angry once that he snapped a golf club. Like, <laughs> uh, you know, it's just, and honestly, it's like, I can get how that would be hard to watch of yourself on screen. But he was like everyone's favorite character. Everybody yes. loves fake angry Jerry West, you know,
1: or real angry Jerry. West, you well, know. yeah, <laughs> the, the, the thing there, the reason people liked that Jerry West was because you saw growth. And that's, that honestly I thought was kind of lacking in every other character that wasn't Pat Riley in season two was how like in season one, you saw Jerry West, you're introduced with him throwing an MVP trophy through a wall or through a glass wall, right? And, and I, like I that's, think it was
0: technically through a window,
1: but in my mind, I see it as a wall. Like he threw it through yeah. a
0: cement wall. Like that's well, how like, angry
1: he was. It was, it was one of those j- big windows that like, yeah. Yeah. You know, operate as a wall. No, it so definitely like, was I, a window, but I'm I, in
0: my mind, it's, you know, it, it's a full plaster wall. He just uh, chucked that thing through. Um, yeah.
1: And, and eventually you arrive. And actually if you want to f- like continue that process of growth, right. Interpersonal growth, um, the last scene or one of the last scenes that we see of Jerry West is him talking to Magic Johnson about all the times he lost to Bill Russell and why that was and what made Bill Russell so special and what made him the winner that he was and West struggled to win in those spots because of his approach to the sport, right? That type of growth where like, if you would have told somebody who just was introduced to a a trophy hurling maniac that eventually he would offer up some supremely mature wisdom to the central figure in this magic Johnson, you'd be like, all right, show me how that takes place. Right. And, and actually it like was
0: that's also just of that scene, incredibly cool moment to watch like a Lakers legend, passing the torch to the other one, like giving them some, you know, career yeah. life advice, whatever. I, I yeah. thought that was really
1: cool. It was chills. It was great. Yeah, It was awesome. Um, like I said, there's a lot to like in the second season. There really, really was all of the, all like that one, um, that one like stretch where, Lakers and Celtics are essentially passing the ball to each other throughout those playoffs. Right. That eventually incredible stuff. It was really cool. It, it, It was very like sports movie ish that like really got me going. Um, But the Rambis
0: clothesline scene made my wife actually want to fight Kevin McHale, who she was previously not aware of existing prior to this show. She's like, "Who is that? What he he's just he just did that?" He's and I'm like, "No, he was also like a really like he's like one of the scoring leaders all time." Uh, But like, know, he's in the top fifty somewhere. I don't know exactly where he ended up, but he was you know really top seventy five player. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You know, really talented player. But yeah, she knows him as, you know, the Frankenstein goon that attacked Valiant Kurt Rambis, you know. Yeah.
1: Um, Well, and and look, both of those things are true. He was the the, the fucking goon who attacked. Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah, I so there was that um, there was that aspect of it that that, um, you know, that growth that we saw from Jerry West that I I just kind of thought, all right. If you are going to if you are going to lean as heavily as they did on the Magic Johnson cookie relationship. Yeah, um, let's talk about that. Show show me like where Magic's starting point is because like it, if I was just to watch the second season of of that show I would think that he like caught HIV by sitting on a toilet or something, you know? Like he was just it there was there was no magic johnson is one of the most promiscuous athletes of all time one of the and i'm not gonna um, quote it directly yeah right with his cast that was it though and and but still like during that portion of his life especially after he recovered right from from the injury he had a giant mansion in la where he would throw these giant parties that were filled to the brim with beautiful women and he would like, not only would he, you know, happily participate in the goings on at those parties, he would make sure that other people at those parties were also participating and making sure that everybody was, was kind of pairing up by the end of that party and, 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 you know, enjoying their themselves. And I'm not judging, like, that's what 20 something year old athletes do, especially, you know, at the very top of the LA atmosphere where it's like, you have the world, the world is your oyster. You're not gonna be sitting there, dialing long distance to your girlfriend back in Michigan. Like that's just, that's not who Magic Johnson was or you're doing both because you yeah. know
0: there is you know to some degree he was still you know in contact with uh with cookie and all of this stuff i, I think that the mistake you know if you're going to criticize anything that the show did in season two like narratively to me to me i think that was probably the biggest misstep was like treating this like it's you know this love story at the heart of the show it just felt like wasted time almost every single episode where there were a lot more interesting storylines going on and you know I-, I just think that like trying to treat that as the emotional crux of the show when we know how his life ends up and like maybe you're just setting up the betrayal for season three of like oh like you know when he when he gets hiv like how okay we're supposed to care more about this relationship and it's supposed to feel more like well, he again, eventually like he's backsliding and it's a backstab
1: um he but, also um, like they don't get married after that first engagement like, like they, 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 <laughs> so the last thing that we see from him and cookie is like them, like in the hallway where they're taking these pictures together moment, like the second before they took those pictures together, that the media was snapping. Um, he was about to tell cookie that, no, we, we can't get married. It, it was a distraction according to magic Johnson. And, and he wanted to focus on basketball. I didn't think it was fair to cookie that he would be as focused on basketball as he was going to. And he didn't think he was going to be the best, um, fiance that he could have been, and they didn't get married in 1984. And that scene that like sums everything up would make it, you would make one think that they did, but they didn't, that's not how it went. They didn't get, they didn't get married. They were, they were on their honeymoon when magic Johnson was called back from France to LA by doctors. To tell him, actually you have HIV. It was this like it's it's actually no,
0: it he found out it was they were in the preseason.
1: Yeah, it was they, they played some preseason games in in France that he and Cookie essentially treated as their honeymoon. Oh, um,
0: okay. I misremembered that part.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. and, and 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 I only know this because I literally just read the book. Yeah, I was gonna say it's been a couple of years for me, <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they they it's actually it's 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 legitimately it's obviously sad no matter what way you look at it. But from the perspective of their of their relationship, it's almost it's borderline Shakespearean, right? It's Shakespearean yeah. tragic where where he finally you know finally commits fully to this woman who absolutely deserved that commitment, and then you know, his old lifestyle comes back to bite him, you know? Yeah. And actually in reading the book, Jeff Perlman does an incredible job of laying all these through lines out. So Shakespearean where all of these people have this like central character mishap, right? They're, they're, they're a, a characteristic, a character flaw that that, you know, just consistently comes back to bite them. And you know, with Pat Riley, it was this paranoia that he wasn't getting enough credit, and 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 just like this desperate desire to never and ever the need lose to push ever everyone again. at
0: all times.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and how that role or how it played a role in the end of Showtime. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was this aloof guy, and like understandably aloof, given some of the issues that he dealt with being a, a young black man growing up in New York the way that he did, um, and and how it played a role in the league kind of rolling its eyes at his uh farewell tour magic johnson obviously his promiscuity was his character flaw and it essentially slammed the door shut on showtime in its entirety um with with his with his uh hiv announcement so like i just thought that like the book sets it up so well with those through lines there um and 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 i thought that like if you're gonna do this you could focus on those few central characters and those few central through lines and, and, and really, you know, take your time to, to let those things develop, but we had like time jumps and I thought we spent way too much time with some, with, with other characters that we didn't necessarily need to spend time with. It was just, you know, I, I, I think, I think what wound up happening with the second season is I think the, the Lakers played a more active role in, in like kind of the access given to the show. And I think that kind of cleaned up some of the image stuff that we saw in in the first season. We didn't see as much lampooning in the second. And I also think that the, the the show runners saw that their runway was running out and they tried to tell at a a more complete longer, you know, they were going to cover a lot more time because they didn't, they weren't going to get the time to actually cover that stuff with a longer running show. And I thought that it, it messed with the pacing of the show. And I just thought that like, that like, it wasn't as good a show in the second season. And, and it's a bummer that it, that it ended the way it did. And it's a bummer that it it looked like it was going to end looking from the inside, looking out, um, it's a bummer that like Jeff Perlman said right from the get-go, right? We need more eyes on this. So this is going to end. We need more eyes on this, and or this is going to end. So everybody felt it. And I, I thought that we, real, we the audience, felt it in, in the season, the second season's retelling of the events.
0: Yeah, no, I, I mean, it, it's hard to argue with that. Like, I do think that the time jumps, I understand why they sort of, you know, they jumped as often as they did, because it was just to get around to, like, more... Interesting plot beats and whatever, but I yeah. think that if they if they were gonna jump that much, like it would have been nice if they would have had ten episodes like the first season did, you know, like to space it out a little bit more, give us a little bit more time in yeah. some of these areas, and so that it doesn't feel like every single you know like magic cookie screen like uh, like um scene is sort of dragging down like these more sort of interesting plot succession esque you know plot lines of yeah. you know like uh, you know bus trying to keep the team up together by like. You know uh by like the skin of his teeth and you know uh kareem's disputes with management and uh like all, all everybody all the sort of more yeah well everybody yeah uh yeah yeah, yeah I, I mean I, 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 no, I also, it. you know, if if you're going to put your conspiracy hat on for a second, like, I don't know if it was necessarily like, you know, the Lakers or whoever were more involved with this season directly or anything. But, you know, you mentioned the email that you got at the at the top of the show. You know, I, I saw this on Twitter as we were getting set to record, you know, that uh, the NBA is going to see some of its game stream live on Max this season as <laughs> Warner Brothers, you know, yeah. Discover announces a sports add on. Wow. I wonder. <laughs> that's weird how that came out right after Winning Time got canceled.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And right after Winning Time's tone shifted as drastically yeah. as it did about some of the most important figures in NBA history.
0: Super Yeah. Weird. And, and, you know, I think that the ending is really sad just in the sense of like, it's a show called winning. I can't get over this. It's a show called winning time. It's supposed to be about the Lakers dominance of the 1980s. And they end on a shot, basically on a shot of Magic Johnson looking sad in the shower after losing to the Celtics. Uh, And, you know, that was where this season was supposed to end. I'm not sure how many people are aware of this, but Jacob wrote about it at Silver Screen and Roll because we couldn't believe it. And, you know, we waited until the embargo was lifted and whatever. But it was like, they, when he watched the original screener of the finale, that's where the episode ended was on magic Sad in the shower and it was only within the last week that they uploaded the finale again and it had that kind of like scene with genie and dr bus sort of talking about yeah. possible ownership ambitions and no that critics had seen that was that i'm guessing that that was either a deleted scene from some other point that they just hadn't had the opportunity to use or that they were like hey this is going to be over let's get these two back in here and we can just film it with two people and you know sort of give a little bit more of a bow on it but for it to end with like a a montage of like hey we know you just saw these guys lose but here's how much winning they went on to to do it's just like yeah i don't know it was just really it was sad um to to see how that all
1: happened